demand entertainment. Are you not entertained? Put on your dancing shoes. Now give me your best shot. Let's... From Mamma Mia's cancelled podcast, you'll hear Claire with her sister Jessie, and she joins us right now. I love seeing you guys together. Little identical twins. I just love Look, it. it. You're sounding very patronising. Yeah, just love it. Just look at the eating. I want to put you a little show or something like that. Little, twins. little tent. Jess and I say that twins always seem immature. It always seems like you haven't really really? grown up with your twins because it's like, why are you still twins? I get that kids are twins, adult twins, a bit weird. So it's it's interesting, isn't it? (laughs) Bit of an insecurity. I want to dress you guys up in little little matching outfits. Matching outfits. Come on, kids, we're going to Luna Park. Seventeen, you're still (laughs) going to. Then it gets cute again, (laughs) maybe. Cute again, exactly. You're in the middle, non-cute years, and then you're on. This is your life. Yeah. Like you show up and they'll say, you remember the Stevens twins? And we'll be matching. Yeah. Jones, you'll like it. Guys, I need to talk about Prince Harry. Please. Let's talk about the title of his oh, book for starters, Spare. I'm obsessed. And, so, and, and the idea of Spare, this came from Prince Charles. Well, Heir in a Spare has yeah. always yep. been. Just in case people don't know that. Yeah. Yes. And and Princess Margaret had the same thing. You get all the accolade or, or you, get, you get the privilege without the purpose. Mm. But for Princess Margaret... Purpose maybe didn't matter as much, but Harry really wanted to find a purpose, I think. Exactly, which is such a kind of millennial thing, I think, that that um, Princess Anne could just have have a sense of responsibility outside of being the person who was going to inherit the throne. But I think this is so fascinating because I feel like a, for a lot of people – we had started to lose a bit of interest around Meghan and Harry, thinking, oh, we've had the Oprah interview, Prince Harry's talked about his mental health a lot, Meghan's doing interviews all over the place, I'm kind of over it. And when I saw that cover and the close-up of his face and the title, I was like, this is genius. Mm. This this is marketing genius. So in a synopsis of the book, Penguin Random House have said, with its raw, unflinching honesty, Spare is a landmark publication full of insight, revelation, self-examination and hard-won wisdom. And it also says that the book will take readers back to one of the most searing images of the 20th century. Two young boys, two princes, walking behind their mother's coffin as the world watched in sorrow and horror. And it talks about how People wondered what the princes must be thinking and feeling and how their lives would play on from that point. And I think it's fascinating to start at that moment Mm. when Harry was the boy who had put the little handwritten note on his mum's coffin. And I also think it sounds like this book is starting from a point of vulnerability because spare would have been a term used against him Mm. for years and years and now it seems like he is reclaiming it. So the book is going to be 416 pages. I read something this morning that said if you're expecting this salacious Oprah-style stuff, it's not going to be that. That it's just it's it's a more affectionate tale than that. A lot of people are saying there's no reason to think he's going to slam his family. That's kind of a media narrative, but there's nothing in any of the promo materials that says that this is going to be critical of his father. Apparently, um, Charles is worried that it's going to be critical of Camilla. There's no, there's no kind of indication of that. But it's going to come out on January 10, which is three years to the day since the Sussexes left the royal family and before King Charles's coronation. Mm. So very, very interesting timing. You would not want to be releasing a book in January because <laughs> you would be competing with, oh, th- that book is just going to sell right. like crazy. Piers Morgan has said, what a privileged upstart, pull your mm-hmm. head in. And I think a lot of people would tend to agree when you see the thing spare, 
you know, I w- the also ran. What about people that never ran? People mm. who just have horrible lives and just try and find their way through it. He's not on. He's not alone in having a hard life. No, and there has been some commentary around that. There's been. Um, that, uh, as you said, Piers Morgan called him petulant, selfish, greedy, a hypocritical brat. Others, But others have said, and I think this is really valid, that in the last 20 years there have been at least 20 books written about Prince Harry mm. and that he didn't cooperate with. So I think shouldn't he be able to tell his own story? It's a very modern take on it, though, because yeah. royals never do. Yeah. It's don't explain and don't complain. Mm. Suck it in, stiff up a lip, mm. say nothing. This is new. This is new. He's totally doing it all generation. And But there's one tweet that really sums up how I feel about this book, and it's by British writer Bella Mackey, and she wrote, I thought Prince Harry's book would be called something like Living with Purpose, My Journey to Finding My Way, but it's called Spare and now I'm afraid I will read it. And I'm like, that's, yes, I Mm, thought it would be wishy-washy kind of, uh, he's done a few things that seem, Mm. they're not very concrete, but I think that title is really going to get people. What do you guys think about the timing? Do you think it's insensitive? Do you think he... Well, he's got to get it out there at when, some When stage. would it ever be good timing? Mm. Yeah. Mm. There, there'll never be good timing. He will cop a lot of criticism, mm-hmm. but also um, maybe some empathy of mm. the journey, but he's going to cop it either I, way. I'll say this. I'm going to read it. Are you? I'm reading it, and not just because I'm, I'm curious, but also then I'm a cert for Amanda's Bitch and Booze and Book Club. Oh! Oh, I don't think we'll be touching that. What, the Bitch and Booze and Book Club won't be touching this? No, no, no. I don't oh, think we'll be doing outrageous. that. And I don't think emotionally I can take myself back to that moment. And oh, isn't that wow. pathetic? Well, as soon as I feel emotional even talking about oh, that moment. going the blah. Oh, those two little boys. Yeah. That's why I feel affection for these boys. Exactly. I've gr- they've grown up under my watch. Mm-hmm. And I don't think I could bear to, to read how they felt. Mm. No. Which, but but it's very, it is very millennial to be like, well, it's my turn to tell my story. Yes, absolutely. How my life went And from we've there. never, ever had that from the royals. Mm. So mm. I'll have to go to the Bitch and Booze and Book Club yeah. by myself. Fun time. <laughs> Claire, this has been great to hear more from Claire and Jesse and see them all dressed up in the same clothes. <laughs> they don't uh, dress alike. They do. Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> go to mamamia.com.au. Claire, it's great to talk to you. We'll catch you next week. Thank you.